Welcome to Woodstock Nation. Your host, Marla Davies. Hello, it's Woodstock Nation, the podcast celebrating the revolution, evolution, and life-changing magic of music festivals from Woodstock to today. I'm one of the producers of Woodstock Nation, the documentary due out this 50th anniversary year. Today is part two of our Burning Man episode. Burning Man happened Labor Day weekend, and although it's not a music festival, it certainly is a major festival, and it is filled with music, of course, and incredible arts. Most of the music at Burning Man is played by DJs, and many of them famous DJs too. Tons of EDM, but occasionally something organic happens at Burning Man, and a ragtag group of musicians pop up and perform. Today, you're going to hear a piece from the Black Rock Philharmonic. Uh, They perform Bohemian Rhapsody from the 2019 Burning Man. Also on today's Woodstock Nation podcast, you're going to find out about a Burning Man exhibit that is traveling across the United States from New York through Cincinnati and soon to arrive in the Bay Area, landing in Oakland October the 12th. Since this podcast is about music festival, let's transport ourselves to the playa for 2019 Burning Man. Hundreds of burners have gathered surrounding uh, the art exhibit, The Folly by Dave Keen. It's a performance venue depicting a failed fishing village that's turned into a mining village and then the industry's failed and the village is somewhat ramshackled, a bit of a ghost town. These ins- these installations are just incredibly extravagant. This is a mismatch of buildings stacked one on top of the other and the pieces have that old time feel with most of the building supplies being used as a salvaged wood. So gathered in the Black Rock Philharmonic area is the symphony. It's a mismatch of professionals and amateurs And, you know, there's no audition process. Applicants just fill out a form and come prepared to play. They bring their instruments. They have a few rehearsals on the playa, and they performed four concerts, mostly classical music with music from Mozart, Smetna, Brahms, Elgar, Tchaikovsky, and F. Mercury. Hundreds of people are in attendance for the performance, and it becomes a sing-along of Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. It's sheer jubilation on the playa, and let's listen in. Thank you. 
Woodstock Nation. Hey, it's Marla Davies, and you're listening to Woodstock Nation, the podcast. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people emerge in Black Rock Desert, and they help create Black Rock City, which is a temporary metropolis where innovators and makers and artists create experimental and interactive art installations every year. Many of the works of art are ritualistically burned to the ground, but many of the pieces have survived and will be transported to the Oakland Museum of California. This year's theme is metamorphosis. This immersive and multi-sensory experience will feature many Bay Area artists. There's also jewelry and artwork and large installations and costumes and mutant vehicles sculptures, photography, and painting. Today on the Woodstock Nation podcast, please welcome Peggy Monahan, who is the Director of Content Development and Curator of the Oakland Museum of California and the exhibit, No Spectators, The Art of Burning Man. Hello, Peggy. What an exciting exhibit. I know. Well, it's 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 an exhibition that actually opened at the Renwick Gallery at the Smithsonian um, year and a half ago um and um it's currently it just closed at the cincinnati art museum and it will be coming to us and uh, as its final stop we're bringing the artwork home because so many of the artists are are local they're from just around here right because you know they go they take this beautiful art make this beautiful art and then they go to burning man which is kind of in our backyard yeah, exactly. Burning Man started here, and um, the the Bay Area contingent of Burning Man is pretty strong indeed. Absolutely. Well, it seems legit when when you get something that started at the Smithsonian. I mean, doesn't that have that historic yeah. kind of like, wow, this is real, right? It's Smithsonian worthy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's 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 really nice. This the art is this um, is so extraordinary and for so many so many people so many artists when i am out in the burning man community and listening to people i love people who um present about their artwork and start off by saying oh you know i never thought of myself as an artist and now here i am bringing this big art piece to burning man um so so many of these pieces are made by um so many pieces at burning man are made by people who are um uh, contributing to larger works of art, working with um, deep within artists, artist collectives, um, and uh, it really inspires a different kind of creativity. And so it's really nice to be able to highlight um, really extraordinary examples of the art that gets brought to Burning Man and definitely having the Smithsonian have, um, be the ones that said, this, this counts as, you know, art. This is art. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, <Yeah. laughs> so have you ever been to a Burning Man? It's been going on forever and ever now. Have you gotten out there? I know. I know. I I have been Burning Man adjacent for a lot of time, but I have not. I have tons of friends who've gone, but I have actually not been able to go. I wasn't able to go last year when we were originally um, uh, getting this exhibition, and I wasn't able to go this year because we're very busy at the museum here getting ready for the exhibition. But our uh, director and deputy director were able to go both last year and this year. So okay, um, and we have we have tons of people working on the project. Um, even though I um, have the role of curator here, there are so many people involved in every project that we do, and there are tons of there are lots of people here who went to Burning Man. Um, our experience developer Penny Jennings on the project um, um, was went to early. Um, 
early years, not um, in the 80s, but in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's grown to exponential levels at this point. And, you know, yeah, yeah you you can't even get in if you don't get a ticket. I mean, it's sold out. So you have to really plan yeah, ahead. Right. It's, it's enormous. Um, have you heard any tales? Have you heard any tales from the, uh, this year's Burning Man? Well, I've heard various tales. I'm not sure what, what tales are radio ready. It's, it's a podcast. So it's the wild, wild west. <laughs> well, I'm just not sure that I have a, um, clearance from our oh, director and deputy director to talk about whatever, yeah, happens, what happens at Burning, burning Man. Burning. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk about the exhibit and some of the the art. I'm sure you've been able to experience that. And what can people see? When first of all, when does it when does it open? So if folks want to join you guys and check it out, yeah, the exhibition opens here on October 12th. Okay. Um, that's that's the that's the data that's the first data sh- to come and see it. Um, members can see that our, our museum members can see the exhibition on October 11th, um, but uh, it opens to the public on October 12th. Um, uh, and it's it's going to be pretty extraordinary. We're um, we'll start uh, installing the artwork that's being de-installed um, at the Cincinnati Art Museum right now put on various trucks and uh, we'll start installing next week. Um, and we're also, we'll be erecting our, um, our own, our temple. David Best, um, every year there's a temple at Burning Man and uh, David Best is the artist um, from Petaluma who started that tradition okay. and is most associated with um, temples at Burning Man and he's building one for us. Oh, that's going to be one so great. I heard the yeah, temple's and, amazing because, you know, everybody goes in there and it's sort of a spiritual, holy place and people put notes to loved ones and, right. and it's a really quiet, nice spot. Yeah, it's a, it's a place to, um, to uh, think back on the year before and to um, leave memories of um, people that... Um, people that are important to you maybe they've left maybe they're just important um and then at the end of burning man um the the temple is is burned and it's a a really um important um time of release for a lot of people um we'll be building a temple um on outside um we have on one of our patios we have some pretty great gardens at the museum um and people will be able to leave memories um the fire marshal won't let us burn oh, our okay. temple on our <laughs> probably on our a property, smart idea <laughs> but but we're going to um box up the memories that people leave and um send them out to the playa next year to be burned oh. at burning man oh that's so nice i love i love that yeah. whole the giving back well you know burning man's so interesting because they have the 10 principles of burning man exactly. things that you're supposed to do and you guys are also going to do a little tribute to that right Absolutely. Um, one of the reasons why we were excited about that exhibition, not only is, is it an important art, local art movement, um, but our um, museum mission resonates with some, uh, many of the 10 principles of Burning Man. Um, and um, um, one of the things that we are focusing on here is the principle of gifting. Um, Burning Man um, sort of centers the idea of giving gifts as um, in in an unconditional way without expecting a return or reciprocation. It's not barter. It's just giving. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, we have, uh, we're going to, in in fact, 
Burning Man often thinks of the artists often think of their artwork as a gift, but um, but rather than just keeping the gifting idea with the artwork, um, we've um, partnered with Ace Monster Toys, which is a local um, uh, Oakland uh, makerspace, and the, the director there, um, Rachel McCrafty, uh, otherwise known as the Crafty Avenger. And oh, what a great name! Her name's making... McCrafty, yeah. and she's an artist. Yeah, it's her destiny. Yeah. That's that's her that's that's um she's that's her artist name that she's known by. Okay, good. And um and uh we're making a workshop in the exhibition centered around the Giftomatic, which is a large Willy Wonka style gum mach- gumball machine um with uh gifts inside mm. that other people have made. And so you not only can um accept a gift from uh, from someone who filled the machine before you, but you get a chance to make a gift and leave it for other people. It could be um, some origami. It could be something that you brought with you especially. It could be haiku or a piece of advice. Um, okay. And you can add your gift to the machine, to the giftomatic. That's so fun. I love the whole gifting thing. I think we need more. Yeah more of that oh. kind of thought, you know, of sharing with each oh. other, giving, you know, all the good things. No. Of course, our podcast is Woodstock Nation. And so we just had the 50th anniversary of Woodstock. And that, you right. know, a lot of talk about how there was such a sharing you know, communal environment. And it's, you know, you feel that with Burning Man, too, especially because they have the principles. Exactly. There's actually a, like a book of rules. Hey, this is what you need to do when you come out here. And right. and it's all good things, you know. It's like, hey, you're you're creating this together. Be nice to each other. Be good. Be kind, etc. Exactly, exactly. One of the things that I love about um, the artwork that we have is it really um, expresses this uh, one of the principles, which is communal effort. Um, uh, all so many of these works of art are created by groups of people, artists, collectives, and um, and in partnership. And that's such an important part of of Burning Man are these large groups of people um, creating these um, creating these things that um, need everybody's skills and need everybody's specific contributions. Um, one of the artist collectives that's really local is Five Ton Crane, and they um, there more than more than 130 people were involved in the making of um, this particular work at um, Capitol Theater that um, is. Uh, is a, a theater on a chassis, so it could have operated as an art car, um, and uh, and it also has a theater with special um, special films that were created, and it even has a concession stand filled with uh, um, filled with can- special candy boxes that have um, puns, and it even has a, um, a popcorn machine, which. We'll see if we can sometimes operate that popcorn. <laughs> intermittent. It's intermittent. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, uh, some people I know that went, everyone talks about the cars. They're just so striking. Yeah. Right. And the no, mutant vehicles. Absolutely. I mean, it's so extravagant. Woodstock Nation. Thanks for listening to the Woodstock Nation podcast. I'm Marla Davies, and we're visiting with Peggy Monahan, who's the Director of Content Development and Curator of the Oakland Museum of California. And we're talking about the exhibit, No Spectators, The Art of Burning Man. And you're going to hear more after this. Woodstock Nation. It's Marla Davies, and today our guest is Peggy Monahan, Director of Content Development and Curator at the Oakland Museum of California. 
And we're talking about the exhibit, No Spectators, The Arts of Burning Man. From what I understand, you're going to touch on each of the 10 principles of Burning Man in some way, correct? Well, we definitely have the 10 principles on the wall. We're focusing um, our, and they are discussed in, um, throughout the label text, we're focusing our efforts on, um, on uh, uh, more specifically bringing out um, uh, four of the principles, um, uh, participation, um, so many of these artworks are deeply participatory, um, where you get to leave something of yourself behind. Um, the, uh, a communal effort, the idea that we're making these things together, that's really very connected to um, the mission of, of the museum. Um, also, in radical inclusion, we really want to make sure that everyone feels welcome and able to participate um, and uh, sees some, something that, that attracts them and gets them excited within this exhibition, and also gifting, as I talked about earlier. Mm -hmm. So those, those, four, those four principles are ones that we're focusing on more explicitly, but all, all ten, including things like self-reliance, self-expression, civic responsibility, um, immediacy, all of those things are, are represented within the exhibition, but we're really sort of highlighting those four. It's fantastic. I, I just, you know, it's, I didn't realize the depth of Burning Man. I just, you know, I, you know when you start to explore it a little more, you think, my goodness, this is just well thought out. It really is, yeah. you know, a community that that is built every year and a lot of participation. Everybody has to come, you know, to come to the game, come to the party with something in their hands, you know, come empty handed, right? Yeah, absolutely. Everyone, um, everyone is, it's important that everyone is involved, um, uh, that everyone feels welcome, everyone participates. That's why the exhibition is actually called No Spectators. Okay. Everyone participates. <laughs> exactly. Now, have you had a chance to go to see the exhibit when it was back uh, back east at all? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's pretty extraordinary. Um, it's pretty extraordinary. The um, I can't wait for people to see the artworks that are showing up here at the Oakland Museum. It's so um, nice that some of the art is preserved because there's, the aspect of Burning Man is the burning. And, you'll, and I was yeah. explaining, like, I have... I have trouble with sand art because it's so beautiful and I want to hold it and keep it forever and then blow yeah. it's gone. And so Burning right. Man has well, that aspect, but it's nice that some of the art is saved. I have to say. Yeah, there's, there is definitely beauty in the ephemeral and, um, but, uh, but it's nice to have um, some of these pieces. Many of them actually have been on Playa, but um, not all of them. There were, for instance, the Capitol Theater, the piece I was talking about earlier, um, the art, the artist collective Five Ton Crane has done some really extraordinary things out on the Playa, but um, none of them fit into the Renwick Gallery. And so this one was specifically created to fit not only in the room, but so that it could be broken down to fit through the doors of the Renwick Gallery. Okay. Um, so... Um, but there are pieces, um, one, one of that, that are, there are definitely pieces that have been to Playa. Um, one of the um, pieces uh, that we have two shroom and lumen, which are huge origami mushrooms that chain, that, uh, that are lit from within with LEDs and that change shape as you, um, as you interact with them. And those wow. have not only been on the Playa, but what I've heard is that 
from time to time, they will still rain a little playa dust down upon you as they change their shape. I was going to ask. I mean, if it was on the playa, it is probably has some playa dust on it. That stuff I hear oh, is yeah. just sticky. <laughs> Sticks with you. Yeah, no. So so I think, I think people will just have to um, consider themselves... Um, lucky if they get christened by the Shroom and Lumen raining playa dust down upon them. <laughs> I, I love it. It's fantastic. Do you have a favorite piece? Oh, why are you asking for my favorite? I know. That's not fair. <laughs> that it's like as your favorite child. The They're all my favorites. All the time, I, I know, but currently, currently, I think I would come down. Um, I'm in, currently, I'm down. I'm in love with the paper arch by... Um, Michael Garlington and Natalia Bertotti. It's this enormous arch that's um, uh, that's covered in uh, collage and um, collage of textures and um, images, uh, deep photography. It, it's striking when you walk up to it, um, when you see it from far away, and it gets even more intense as you get closer and closer. There are um, tassels and textures on it and when you get extra close you see there are these peepholes that you can look inside and see little dioramas inside so it never stops wow it's forever revealing more of itself to you you could stand there and just um uh just stare at it and um see something new every day so i can't wait to be in front of that piece again. I can't wait to see it myself. You know, it's yeah. it's funny because, of course, this is going to be amazing at the museum and the museum, of course, the Oakland Museum of California. And it's mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me laugh in a way because it's not as gritty. You know, you don't. I just, I mean, I've talked to people that have gone out there, and it's a real testament yeah. of your strength and your survival yeah. skills. So this is sort of a cheater way to go, but. You get to well, you yeah. get to go to the museum in a more lush environment and enjoy the beautiful art, right? I mean, it's it's yeah, maybe no, it's a little it's, baby it's course in Burning Man. Yeah, well, I think I think what we'll end up doing is wetting people's appetite for what they can see on Playa. Right, and what 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 do you people? So people that have never come to Burning Man and they're going to come see the mm-hmm. this exhibit, what frame of mind? What would you what advice would you give? What frame of mind? Well, I would I would um, come ready to uh, participate and interact. I think um, one of the things that we can offer, um, is, especially to this exhibition, is um, because there are so many local burners. Um, we're um, partnering. We're we're partnering with a number of uh, burners who will come in and volunteer their time to tell stories and to sort of share their experience um, and help connect our visitors to the artwork. I would say um, this is an in, this is a different kind of art experience. A lot of the art is is touchable. I say it's mm. huggable. Um, <laughs> you know, some of it some of it is deeply participatory. Be you know, be ready to. Uh, share your experience and um and have a lot of fun i mean this is this is a pretty extraordinarily playful exhibition that's fun because you know i have an art background and sometimes art can be pretentious in a way don't touch it i love art that you can touch that you know the textural uh, you know the feeling yeah. of it it 
it it really is fun. It makes it more fun, participatory, you know, more in a yeah. more like a, you know, performance art kind of piece. Yeah. So that's exciting. These pieces yeah, these pieces are are immersive. There are things that you can go inside that you can um that you can interact with and, and pieces that act, ask you to leave something behind, whether it's um, to spend some moments and leave a memory in, in, um, of someone or something that you want to uh, consider, um, leave a memory in the temple. There's also a piece um, by uh, an artist, Candy Chang, called Before I Die. Um, we have a, a large chalkboard at the front of our museum that we often um, have people write on, and it's the perfect place for Candy Chang's artwork, Before I Die, which has appeared on Playa and will be here, um, which uh, just asks you to consider something you want to achieve before you die, before you, um, with something you want to achieve with your life. And um, people can leave things on the chalkboard. And I love the, I love the images where, that I've seen of the various installations of this work where they're just covered with all of people's um, thoughts and memories and dreams and plans. Um, so it's touching. I'm it's touching. It's too. a very thoughtful Exhibit yeah. and for me when I go to see you know an exhibit at the museum I, I I'm usually touched and sometimes it brings a tear to mm -hmm. your eye. It's not just looking at something; it's feeling it. You know, so yeah. I'm very excited. This is going to be amazing, and it's gonna it opens October 12th and it runs all the way right. through February. So there's some good time yeah. to see it to to enjoy it while it's going to be here in the Bay Area. Absolutely, right? Fantastic. There's no okay. doubt. I'm not gonna. I I have to come. I will see you. Yeah. I will have to come enjoy. Well, you do, and we and we do have a number of programs that we're going to be running. Um, uh, there are some there are some extra good times to come. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, every Friday night at the museum is pretty extraordinary. Um, um, but uh, on Friday, November eighth, we're going to be having an extra special Burning Man block party. Um, so that'll be an extra special edition of our normal spectacular Friday nights and where we'll, we'll have art cars and DJs and um, other kinds of artists pop up. There are details to come. Um, Sounds so fun. that'll be an ex extra great time. Um, and uh, we're also, um, we're also planning other, other after hours um, times um, uh, November 14th, December 5th, and January 9th, where um, there will be tasty food and drinks, some special appearances by artists, and late night access to the special exhibition. So um, you can, uh, you know, see artists giving live demos and have a drink and experience the art all at the same time. Fantastic. It sounds like a wonderful yeah. combination. <laughs> What's the website yeah, in case anybody fun. wants to check that all that stuff out? Yeah, our, our website is www.museumca.org. Fantastic. I look forward to the exhibit. It sounds fantastic. So much fun. With Peggy Monahan, Director of Content Development and also the curator yep. of No Spectators, The Art of Burning Man, coming to the Oakland Museum of California. Thank you, Thank so, you so much. Thank you so much. This has been fun. It sounds fantastic. <laughs> Can't wait to get up there and see it. So. I appreciate your time, Great. and thanks for being on Woodstock Nation, Peggy. Well, thank you. Woodstock Nation. Woodstock Nation, the podcast, celebrates the revolution, evolution, and life-changing magic of music festivals from Woodstock to today. Woodstock Nation, the podcast, is in association with Woodstock Nation, the documentary, to be released in 2019. 
and is brought to you by the wonderful people at Green Age Development. Any music used in the Woodstock Nation podcast is owned by the artist and is used for educational and illustration purposes only. Thanks for checking out Woodstock Nation, liking us, sharing us, and following us. Woodstock Nation is on the Pantheon Podcast Network, and you can find us wherever you listen to your podcast. Talk to you next time. Peace. Peace, love, and thanks for being part of the tribe. From Marla Davies and everyone here at Woodstock Nation. Tune in, turn on next week.